Howdy! This is Shannon Kringen, Goddess Kringen, Seattle, and I was in the art car show. My car is called Opal Moonstone. It's a 2010 Honda Fit that I'm gluing rhinestones onto in a very mosaic, improvisational, mandala, spiritual kind of way. Um, I had a lot of insights happen to me. The art car thingy McJagger was in a car dealership parking lot for six hours and I guess there was 25 art cars there and the dealership was nice enough to give some of us a stipend which was amazing and it was like a 60 mile drive from Seattle to the car dealership so that's 120 miles round trip um I then spent the night, I was with uh, the art car people for six hours all day at the car dealership, entertaining the public, and there was a raffle uh, for a scholarship for art for kids in a small town nearby, and then there was a camp out, and we went to this amazing, famous place called Rangerville, and um, Rangerville was a place... Uh, this guy named Ranger, he's kind of a famous guy. You can look him up. He has this really amazing art car called Toynota. Uh, it's a Toyota truck that has toys glued all over it in a very artistic, beautiful way. And there's bubble machine attached to it. And it's a really whimsical, fun car. I think there's a giant Bugs Bunny stuffed animal in the passenger seat. Um, the inside and the outside of the car is decorated. And we spent the night, he invited us, he has a beautiful professional stage on his property, um, he's lived there for over 30 years I think, and he has all kinds of artwork everywhere that he's done, and it used to be a commune, so I think there's some of other people's creativity there as well, and there's an old uh, school bus that's painted and turned into a flatbed truck professional stage with beautiful lighting and a, a great sound system and there was uh, live music and like old-timey jazz covers of you know I think to myself it's a wonderful world songs like that and crazy by um, Willie Nelson and all kinds of those kinds of melancholy old jazzy kind of songs and somebody played uh, there was a magic show and a perfor musical performance and it was you know really well done and free hippie style atmosphere but the performers were really professional and well done and then I ran into two kids a boy and a girl that were nine years old and they introduced uh, us themselves to us adults and they were showing us around and it was just triggering my memories of my childhood in both a good and a bad way I grew up in the suburbs of San Diego, but when I was nine, my mom decided we were moving and we lived in our Volkswagen van. So my whole life I was roller skating around the suburbs of San Diego and I visited my dad on weekends and my grandparents helped babysit me. And so I was used to the sort of San Diego suburbs and going back and forth between all my relatives um, pros and cons to that. I'm an only child and left-handed introvert mostly and raised by parents that were focused on their own love lives not working out and their creative careers 
And so I kind of felt like I was a burden to my parents to some extent. And so when I was nine, my mom and I lived in our van on a KOA campground. And then she took a class in Petaluma, California on Robler Road. And she ended up dating her art teacher, uh, this guy named Michael Gonzalez, who did uh, sculptures called Space Pods. And it was old, funky, hippie, converted chicken coops. And I was using a jigsaw as a nine-year-old by myself. Nobody was super... Well, the adults taught me. My mom didn't even know I was doing this. Basically, my mom was really caught up in her hot love affair with her art teacher and doing raku glazing in a kiln all night long outside. And we were... We kind of moved in with them. It's a long story, but I was running around learning how to do silk screening and metal smithing and woodworking and using a jigsaw as a nine-year-old by myself with safety goggles. And thankfully, I never cut my finger off. I was a smart little kid, but I'm not really sure if a nine-year-old kid should be using a jigsaw unsupervised. Uh, They taught me, and then as soon as I felt confident enough, I did it by myself. And I don't know if I was supposed to or not, but nobody stopped me. And I was making jigsaws for the six-year-old kids. I was a nine-year-old kid. So basically, I was kind of given a lot of freedom as a kid, and yet you could say that was neglect because my mom wasn't really making sure that I was safe, and I was running around, and um, my mom's boyfriend had a nine-year-old son. And so when I saw these two nine-year-olds this weekend at the Art Car Hippie event, it I, I, I was struck by, oh my God, these are such cute little kids. And yet when I was a nine-year-old, I was running around and then I was making out with the other nine-year-old, my mom's, because I was kind of lonely and my mom's boyfriend's son, his name was Demetrius. He was also nine. Both of us were nine and we were running around and there was no television for the first time in my life, which was good for me actually, but it shocked me. There was no television and I thought, oh my God, how am I going to live without a TV? And then Demetrius said, oh, just read books and we can make art and build forts. And so we didn't have any TV. We were reading books. I remember I read The Black Stallion. We were running around. Um, He taught me how to French kiss. I was nine. We were both nine years old and we were (laughs) teaching each other how to kiss and uh, making out and doing other things that I won't talk about. But um, um, there was just some things that happened that were kind of inappropriate with my mom sort of focused on being with her boyfriend. And I remember feeling kind of ignored and kind of like, but at least I could run around and do artwork. And there was other adults around that honestly were paying more attention to me than my mom was. And I really missed my dad and my grandparents. And so it was kind of a sad Like, we stayed there for a couple months. My mom thought about moving to Petaluma, California, and she looked into schools around there and what school I would go to, and then she decided we would go to Whidbey Island. So we were like San Diego, Petaluma, and then Whidbey Island, because my mom had a girlfriend, and her daughter moved up to Whidbey Island from the San Diego suburbs, and I don't know how she learned of Whidbey Island. So this weekend art car event, it triggered me in many ways. It reminded me of the good and bad aspects of my childhood, which was that I was kind of neglected. And but the 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 bad side is I was kind of neglected and there wasn't a lot of boundaries or structure and I was I kind of felt like it was all about my mom and her artwork and whatever she wanted to do. And then when I was with my dad, I felt like it was all kind of about him, although he was better at 
at really trying to play with me and have fun and and but it was all about his tennis and comedy and love life and career and so both my parents and so now when I'm around people I'm afraid that if I'm too self-confident that I'm an egomaniac and that I'm narcissistic um, and yet my therapist has told me that if I question and worry about whether I'm narcissistic or not, I'm probably not because a real narcissist would just laugh and say, oh, that's ridiculous and never entertain the idea that they might be a narcissist, meaning very self-involved to the point where it's not fair to other people and there's a selfishness associated with the narcissism. Um, but then again, I, I was raised by a grandmother and a father and a mother who have some of these traits, but they were all neglected maybe. I don't even know where that comes from. But being around all these people this weekend made me think of the art car people kept wanting me to sit with them in a group uh, on these cute little chairs that they brought. And I just felt really shy and awkward and uncomfortable and I, I just felt like, and when I feel uncomfortable around other people, because these are really nice people, they're all really nice, open-minded, creative people, um, but I was just feeling um, like as a kid I was bullied a lot and picked on and made fun of. And so I always feel like when I'm in a group and I'm highly sensitive and an introvert and I love to do my art and share it with people and then go off by myself and I love to be an art model and be the only group situation actually I seem to be really comfortable in is is well I've I've done some support group therapy type things and when everyone's real supportive and nurturing of each other I like that um, and I like modeling I like being a model for a group of artists I feel comfortable doing that like I'm part of the group I'm a, I'm included because as a kid a lot of times I felt excluded and left out and just not comfortable in groups. And I feel kind of de competitive and defensive around other people. And so being around these art car people this weekend, one lady actually commissioned me to paint her top hat. And I'm really excited about that. This really nice lady with uh, a cute little dog that I met and I took some cool pictures of her dog in her art car. Um, and I just feel like overwhelmed by the whole weekend. And then my boyfriend at one point came with me and he was late meeting me somewhere and I had to wait which triggered me into remembering my childhood when my mom was late picking me up and a lot of times I was the last kid waiting for the parent to come pick them up which kind of made me feel angry and then I felt guilty for being angry with my mom for being late and then I felt like what am I chopped liver I'm not important my mom's always late am I a burden or am I not important blah 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 so <clears throat> many different aspects got triggered and yet I realize I'm 52 years old and it's 2021 and it's, you know, my reality is not what it used to be. So it's kind of like it's easy to get caught up in feeling like you're still a nine-year-old to some extent. Like, I don't know. I'm not the only one. I mean, I never got married or had kids and I'm an only child. So maybe I'm a little unusual in that way. I didn't do some of the adult things that a lot of people do. I didn't even get my driver's license till I was in my 40s. Uh, and I love driving more than I even thought I would. I love the freedom of having a car and driving myself around and not needing anyone else to give me a ride. Uh, I used to ride my bicycle and take the bus everywhere. And thank God I don't have to do that anymore, especially with all the new rules that are difficult and uncomfortable. So I am... Um, 
really happy that I went to the art car show and that I was part of that. But at the same time, I'm feeling creeped out by some of my childhood memories. Maybe I have a little post-traumatic stress. I don't know. Um, because moving around a lot as a kid and feeling like I was waiting for both my parents to grow up so they could focus on me to some extent. And I feel like my behavior, that's what I was going to say, is I still act like that around other people. I still act like I'm waiting for something. I'm waiting for some adult to help me in some way. Um, and that's embarrassing and I feel ashamed of that. And yet I'm a, I'm a good person, but I love animals. I'm more comfortable with animals and plants than I am with humans. So it was interesting running around this Rangerville place, which is a beautiful, interesting place with lots of uh, outhouses and dwellings all over the place and artwork. And yet at the same time, I wanted to get the heck out of there because it reminded me of my childhood in a, in a negative way and in a positive way. And I came home and I cleaned my house. Like, I'm not really a neat freak. I have a lot of clutter in my apartment. I have a lot of house plants and art supplies and lots of clothing. Um, I do my dishes and my laundry a lot and uh, scrub my bathroom a lot. But I'm kind of cluttery and messy in other ways. And so I came home and I cleaned my apartment and that kind of calmed me down. Like I scrubbed and mopped my floor and vacuumed and organized. Yesterday I stayed home all day with my cat and then I had a nice dinner with my boyfriend. So I'm still processing everything I felt and experienced at this group event, the Art Car Camp Out group event. Uh, I'm happy I was a part of it, but I feel um, exhausted from it and... Like, I'm really happy to be back by myself in my apartment with my cat again. Um, I wish that I could learn how to feel like I'm my full self. I feel like my job is to be a chameleon and adapt to other people. And I'm very quiet. And uh, I don't know if anybody at the art car event really got a feeling for who I was as a person. Because I talked to some people, but I was very shy. And I didn't really reveal myself much. Um, I find it kind of exhausting getting to know new people and I, I still wonder if I'm a little bit autistic actually because I kind of live in my own world. I'm highly sensitive. Not that there's anything wrong with that, um, but I've listened to lots of Temple Grandin and other high-functioning intelligent autistic people who are very gifted in some ways and yet very um, um, not able to do certain social things very well because of their brain being different. So I'm still wondering if my brain is different or if a lot of this is because of my childhood neglect. My self-esteem is a bit low in some ways, and yet I have the confidence to be a full-time professional art model, a full-time professional creative improvisational artist. I'm doing an amazingly great job, I think, on my art car and I've done a lot of artwork and music and poetry and photography. And I'm really good at my artwork and my modeling and my multimedia. I'm really good with dogs. I'm going to walk some dogs later today. Um, I'm really good with my cat. You know, I have a lot of good traits. And yet I feel so uncomfortable. And it's just sad. I wish that I could feel like I knew what I wanted socially more. And so I just wanted to share that I had quite an intense experience this weekend. Nothing really bad happened, just lots of thoughts and feelings in my head. 
And I'm not going to invalidate that by dismissing that as not meaning something because my thoughts and feelings and insights are valuable and they mean something. That's the thing. I don't know how to be with other people and not feel competitive and defensive and like there's ego and I don't know how much of when I pick up on some feeling of ego, I honestly don't know. Is that my ego mostly or am I picking up on other people's ego? Because all of us have egos. All of us have this sort of wanting to protect ourselves and feel good about ourselves and feel safe with other people. Um, And I feel like when I'm around other people, I kind of shrink And I'm afraid of being really confident. I'm afraid that it's egotistical and narcissistic if I'm too confident around other people. So I feel like my job is to shrink myself. And I feel very misunderstood around other people. One guy asked me, have you traveled much? I think he assumed I hadn't traveled much because of the way I was acting. I've been to Mexico and Australia and several European countries. I've been to the East Coast and the West Coast and parts of the Midwest. I've done a lot of traveling. Uh, I'm also a introverted person who likes a lot of solitude, and I feel defensive about that. I'm also left-handed and an only child. I feel defensive about all of those things. I feel misunderstood and like I don't quite know where I belong or fit in. And I don't want to conform and fit in in a fake way. I want to be my authentic self. So I guess that those are all the feelings that came up this weekend as I felt like I was around these free spirit, uh, creative, art car, hippie type people. And yet I don't feel like I really bonded with anyone or got to know anyone very well because I was, I was just really uncomfortable actually. And for many reasons. And I don't know if I really enjoyed being around the other people, even though they're really nice people and like-minded in some ways for me. Um, I also broke all my rules because I don't eat wheat or carbs and much. And I ate, I mostly eat, I'm mostly a carnivore. I eat mostly meat and sauerkraut and some fruits and vegetables, but a lot of meat. And I'm leaner than I've ever been. And I intermittent fast and so I kind of broke you know my eating and sleeping rules and my exercise I usually go for a brisk walk every day and so my eating and sleeping and exercise routine got kind of all messed up on this trip and I just feel a little discombobulated or something so I'm really grateful that I'm in my apartment with my house plants and my cat and I just wanted to check in with everyone this is Shannon Kringen Goddess Kringen Seattle I'm a multimedia artist and art model And my website is shannonkringen.com. You can find all my other artistic links if you just go to shannonkringen.com or just Google Shannon Kringen, Goddess Kring. So have a nice day, everyone. And let's see if I can stop this. Um, This menu, oh gosh, it's doing it again. This menu seems to not let me stop it. This is really frustrating. Okay, so I'm trying to stop the recording.